Hello, hello, and welcome to episode two of the Pakistan Cricket Podcast. Uh, this episode is going to uh, have a little bit uh, of information about the new news with the Pakistan team in terms of some coaching hires, as well as a preview to the New Zealand and versus Pakistan ODI tomorrow. That starts tomorrow Friday. So uh, let's let's go in. Uh, what what is the date today? Actually, just so that y'all know what date I'm. Um, put in this episode on so today is thursday the 16th of september and the odi is tomorrow at, on the 17th i'm in i'm based in canada so i think it starts at like 5 30 a.m here so before going into the odi let's just talk about the the, the news that came first which is the pakistan uh the hiring of Two coaches for Pakistan. So uh, Matthew Hayden has been hired as well as Vernon Philander. And they've been appointed as coaches for the T20 World Cup. So I'm assuming Matthew Hayden is more of a batting coach and Vernon Philander will be more of a bowling coach. Uh, they're not the main coach because I think there's going to be another main coach that's going to be hired later on. Um, this is like Ramiz Raja's first big move as the new uh, head of the PCB. Um, and I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I like, I like the thought of getting outside voices to help so that we can get a bit of a change of culture within Pakistan cricket, get some of that aggressiveness and then also that consistency that both of these uh, former cricketers have had. The problem is these aren't coaches. They're still not coaches. We're not. We are not hiring coaches. We're just hiring great players. Now it could result in greatness. It could result in them being great coaches. And maybe there's something Ramiz Raja knows that I that that we don't. Where he's like talked to them and figured out that these are people who have wisdom to impart and i'm sure they have wisdom to impart but but i want coaches i want i want strategies to be evolve as well not just individual skill cuz to me hiring former players results uh, that aren't coaches results more in like i guess you're focused on like improvement of uh, individual players rather than strategy to me it, None of these players were really captains either. So they can help. Matthew Hayden can help bat the batsmen and our openers, especially in like test cricket. But he's hired only for 2020. So I'm not even sure. Our openers are solid in 2020. But he can help batsmen and he has an aggressive mindset. And he was a great opener. Werner Finale was a great bowler and he could help and he would be great for Shaheen. And, and I get it. But I also want strategy. I want an involvement of strategy. And I'm not sure you hire people who haven't been coaches for that. So so I'm a bit hesitant to be happy about this decision, but I like I like him going for outside voices because we need different voices. We only had Miss Bal Huck has dominated the voice for so long, what feels like so long as captain now and then coach and chief selector for a little bit. So it's good to get a variety of voices that will help bring in energy that I think is needed, especially for our one-day squads. 
like our T20 and one day international cricket squads. But yeah, I'm I'm cautiously, I'm hoping this is the right decision. They are big names, so at least that's good. And they're some of the best in the world. They, they were some of the best in the world when they were playing. So hopefully that does work out. It seems like a seems like a, hopefully it's going to be like a Steve Nash to the Nets coaching situation where they did pretty well. I know he made some mistakes and he could have called the timeout when Katie's last shot for those that watch basketball last year, but he was good. So hopefully this is in that same mold. And uh, yeah, that's about it with that. Just a little thought on that. You know, there isn't much to draw from yet because it hasn't happened. And it's and they're not even the coach for this series that's coming up against New Zealand. They're for, just for the 2020 World Cup right now. So let's move on to the series that's happening right now, which is New Zealand versus Pakistan. And it's been a long time coming. New Zealand, I believe, haven't been to Pakistan for for a long time. It's just great. To, since 2002. No, 2002, a tour was canceled. Wow. So it's been a while. It's been a long time since New Zealand has been here. And it's great to see cricket coming back to Pakistan. Not only is it good for the fans there, but it's going to help revitalize, like, the youth's interest in it. So I'm expecting to see... Tons of new talent coming out in the future, just just because cricket is now back in the country. You know, more people get to see it, more people get to be inspired by it. There's nothing like watching a game at the stadium rather than just on TV. You know, to get inspired and then fall in love with it. So I'm excited to see that. So thank you, New Zealand, for finally agreeing to come back. No less during COVID. <laughs> um, Anyway, let's look at the let's look at the squad for the Pakistan cricket team. So New Zealand, by the way, is not their full strength squad. Kane Williamson is not even there, and and a lot of their bowlers aren't there. Tim Southey is not there, um, and all their other bowlers. I don't really know the New Zealand cricket team too well. I mean, we played them a couple of times, but but I know that most of their squad is not actually here. You don't even have. Uh, yeah, you don't have your captain, Kim Williamson. They're like one of the best players in the world. So obviously it's not, you know, but hopefully we win and don't end up like that series in England where we lost to their like C squad, like people who weren't even in their team yet. Uh, I have hopefully better hopes. So, so according, uh, so yeah, and the mom and the boss is injured, so he's not going to be in the squad for this. And, this is in Pakistan. There might actually be two spinners in on the team for this game. So I'm just looking at quick info right now, and according to them, their probable squad is uh, 11 for the game is Fakhar Zaman, Imam Mahak, Barbar Azam, Saad Shakil, Mohammad Rizwan, Iftikhar Ahmed, Shadab Khan, Hassan Ali, Usman Qadir, Haris Rauf, and Shaheen Afridi. Pretty good squad. I'm interested to see how Harris. I don't really remember seeing Harris Rauf perform in ODIs much. I'm interested to see how he would perform in this. He's the one that I'm most interested in. And Usman Kadir. I've only mainly seen him in 2020. 
Sasha Keel, I think I remember him bat like once. And he seemed tech- a couple of times I've seen him bat. First time he didn't do too well, but second time he was better. He seems capable of capable of like strong technique. And I hope he, he comes good to this series. Uh, we need some more exciting new young talents to come. Fakhar Zaman and Imam Hawk have been opening for a while. They're good. I don't I don't really like Imam Hawk that much. I don't know why, but he scores runs, so and he has a good record for so far, so I understand why they're sticking with him. Makes sense. I feel like for me he's never like in. I don't know why. I'm too tough on him, but for me he's never fully in the squad. He's always fighting for his place because I don't know. I just don't see him as a match winner, I guess. Or I don't really enjoy the way he plays, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm too harsh on him. Sorry. Sorry, Mama Hockey. Your record is great. You deserve to be on this 11 right now. So, fuckers, Amani Mama Hawk. Then you got our captain, Barbara Azam. Saad Shaquille. Just talked about him. Hopefully, he does well. Mohamed Rizwan. I want to see him perform more. He is only great right now in T20s. In uh, in one days he's uh, he's better, but in Test cricket lately he hasn't been. Uh, in his last few innings he hasn't been uh, fully performing. So I want him to see him make a century right now in one day, just to prove his form. It's not only in T20 cricket the shortest form, because he's excellent in T20 cricket. He needs to bring some of that confidence to to the longer formats right now. Even though he had a pretty good tour of New Zealand, but ever since he's uh, uh, I, ever since his hit 2021, I feel like he hasn't performed really in test matches. That could just be my own misestimation, but it's felt like that. So I don't know how I feel about this. Squad, to be honest. Like, Barbara Azam and Mohamed Rizwan are good. Hopefully, Fakhar Zaman can keep the form that he had against South Africa. That would be huge if he can be a reliable third to our two-pronged attack of Barbara Azam and Mohamed Rizwan. Iftikhar Ahmed is number six. This is a, such an important series for him. I feel like this is his last chance he needs to get at least like a couple of 50s in here for, to retain his place. thing that he's going for him is he can spin the ball a little bit too. doesn't get much wickets, but he can keep the run rate around 4 5, which can be useful in case someone doesn't perform. Shadab Khan is our like main spinner besides Usman Kadir. He's our most experienced spinner, Shadab. Uh, hopefully he can bring it back like... Cheating is how to judge a spinner because they can get hit. So, but he does take the wickets. But let's see in the long run. Let's see if he's able to like string together a couple of good overs, you know, and get some wickets. And then his batting. Hope I want to see him finish. I want him to see him to be come the fish finisher that he's threatened to be. Hopefully, he has had enough time away from injuries and is now fully recovered and is able to like. Improve. That's the thing about injuries, right? So that's why I understand and I'm more lenient towards Shadab and I really like him. He's also a great fielder. That's another reason why. But 
But I also just think like injuries are so hard to come back from because when you come back from them, you you have that means you haven't had time to improve. So you're coming back at best the same level as you were before injury. And then and then you go straight into a series, then it's hard to improve. So now he's he's not injured and he's had time between series to improve. So let's see if he can take a leap. You know? I know it's not been that many days, but let's see if he can take the leap to become who he was before injury. Because he was really good. It was essential. I want to see him break into the test team. It would be great if he could become our main spinner in the test team because his batting would help provide, you know, coverage at the bottom in case some there's someone who fucks up. I mean, our top order fucks up, which is known to happen. But I'm excited to see some cricket finally. And I'm excited to see what we can do. This is going to be a good indication into the T20 World Cup of, and a good test of this uh, first test because it takes a while to change the mentality. But but everyone's been saying we're going to play with an aggressive mentality ever since Ramiz Raja came. So this is going to be a good test to see if we actually do it. I want to see if Fakhar Zaman goes all out, you know, because lately he's been starting off slow and finishing strong. Let's see if he can start strong, too. Let's see how everyone plays. I want to see some aggressive cricket. I want to see an improvement in Barbara Azam's captaincy. He he is really, for me, he feels like he's a basic captain. He's not terrible, but he's not, he's not getting you wins through his captaincy a lot. It's individual people who are doing it, and him as an individual. I want. I, I mainly mean with field placings and stuff like that. In terms of bowling changes, he's pretty good at that. But field placing is the thing that I would, I'd want more in, like strategy like that, and strategy on how to get batsmen out, stuff like that. That's what I want to see more, like him working for batsmen with his strategy. New Zealand is still a good side, even though they just lost a lot to Bangladesh. Bangladesh have been an improving side. Let's uh, let's do it. There's some random trivia here too. So uh, Barbara Azam is 15 runs away from reaching 4,000 ODI runs. If he gets there in the first ODI, he will have taken 84 matches to get there, and that would be the joint quickest with Hashim Amla. But Ashim Ahmad did in 81 innings. 84 matches with 81 innings. Barbara will have had 82 innings. Okay, so that's still that's still great. Barbara Azam is definitely part of a top four now. It's not a top three, you know. Especially in especially in um in white ball cricket. Like Barbara Azam is there. He's there and he's one of the best. He is the best 2020 player, right? Isn't he? I think he's the top rated in the ICC rankings, or he's close to the top at least. And he's close to the top in in one days as well. So he's up there with the big three of Coley, Joe Root, Kane, Williamson, and him. 
for Tess, he needs to convert a bit more and become more consistent. But he couldn't get more consistent in one day's end. In T20s. And he's up there. And I'm excited to see him take his batting to the next level. I almost feel like the captaincy has brought his batting down a bit, if I'm being honest. And I wonder if there's like a better captain for the team out there. Ramiz Raja didn't fully back him. He said he hasn't had time to evaluate him or something like of that sort. I'm wondering if there is a... Like Mahmoud Rizwan could take over the test captaincy because he had it for that one. I think he would be okay. I think I would be interested to see someone like... Someone aggressive and mercurial to take over the captaincy. Like Shadab Khan. I don't know, maybe I'm out of... Or Hassan Ali. Hassan Ali did play so well for the uh, in the domestic uh, tournaments when uh, before he got uh, selected for the team and he was out of the team and he had to fight his way back and he made that century in the championship game to tie the last game. And he was captain. Oh, sorry, excuse me, sorry about that. Just had something to drink. Um, but he was captain and he performed... And he seems like instinctively he's just like an aggressive person. The way he bats and the way he bowls, he's just an aggressive person. So he would be an interesting choice too, I think, to take over at least the one-day T20 captaincy. Him, Shadab Han, Rizwad are probably the three other candidates besides Barbara Azam himself just retaining it. I'm interested to see where this goes. Like, I know Ramiz Raja isn't qualified in this, but I'm excited to see change, you know, change in the system because it's been too much of the same and it's all right in test matches, but it hasn't been working and, and we haven't been able to even find solutions. You know, our, our middle order is such a huge problem in one-day cricket and, and T20 cricket and we haven't been able to find a solution at all. We've tried different things, and that's the thing. We've tried too many different things. Maybe we haven't stuck to anything. So it looks like we don't have a plan at all, which kind of sucks. So I'm hoping we get a coach who will come with a plan or who's known for having plans. You know? Someone like Andy Flower who, like, changed the way England played cricket. It doesn't have to be him. So I'm excited to see that. It's so weird that that's the weirdest thing about Pakistan's banning right now is that in in tests, it's the openers that are the problem, but then in 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 one days and T20s, it's the middle order that's the problem. In in, in tests, our middle order is so strong. Fawad Alam just makes our middle order so strong. I wonder if we could just try him in in one days, ODIs. I think he would work. Sometimes you need that guy who can just like I would I would open with him in in one day cricket. If we needed that. Actually no, I Yeah, and then you can move someone down, you know. Or just have him instead of saw to kill to give you that little stability. And I'm sure he would play faster. Like when I was doing some research with into Fawad Alam, and at one point he was like the top 2020 player in domestically 
ODI uh, with batting and bowling. And we didn't have him in our team. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm That's why it's so, I get so happy when I see him perform all the time in tests. And I would love, I enjoy him. So I think he would be great in one days where you have to craft the innings more. But I guess that, that goes against the aggressive nature that they want, that I'm, that I want to see from them, but I want to mainly see from the top order. No, I want to see, I want to see two aggressive top order players. That's why I don't know if Imamulhaq is right. You know, he's he's more of a methodical player rather than also having the ability to be super aggressive. But he's been good, so we'll see how he performs under this new leadership. Let's see what Abdulazak and Saklin can do. Maybe they're both vying for because they, they had an opportunity maybe to become that head coach because they've, they've been coaching themselves. Because Miz Raja still hasn't announced a head coach. So a lot of stuff's going on. Abdul Zak was the most aggressive batsman. One of the best aggressive batsmen that we've ever had. More consistent than Shahid Afridi. Just as destructive. Be interesting to see. This is going to be a good series. I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to be reviewing or going over what, what we saw like on the day of. I'm just going to pile it on to the preview for the next game. So it'll be a review and then a preview. And that's how we'll go for the whole series. Which there is, there's a lot of cricket to be played. A few ODIs. And I think there's like five 2020s. So like, it's going to be a great series. Let me just confirm that right now. What is this series going to be? Yep. Three ODIs and five 2020s. Going, coming, starting on September 17th and ending on October 3rd. Nice little bit of cricket to get us through. I, f I love cricket. It is... Uh, I feel like it's one of the most intricate sport. It's like the most like chess because there's so much strategy, especially test cricket. And then, uh, but, but one day cricket can be like that too. And T20, it's like a fast version where you're playing chess with timers and stuff <laughs> because so much can change and so much can change so quickly in 2020 that, that it's almost like captaincy is more important to a certain degree because you got instincts of captaincy is more important because you got to make decisions so quickly and on the fly. And that's and the cricket is like that. It's the most, it's a sport that asks the most out of their captain, I feel, because he has to strategize. He's to be a coach on the floor, basically, and direct his fielders, position them know who to bowl or how to bowl and then in in in, in, in uh, the one day for the white ball form he has to decide when he wants to take them off so that he can use them at the end when to be aggressive and when to be more defensive especially when you're uh, defending a score compared to when you're it's it's such a interesting sport and there's so much drama that can happen so much can happen. Individuals can save you or crush you. But then the team can pick you up too. So many ways to win, so many ways to lose. Um, so much drama. Drop catch could 
change the complexion of a game. So much can change. It's it's so great, and it's, and it's so hard to. Some games are sometimes so one sided that it's so hard to like draw from it. Anything you just almost have to let it go because like Pakistan at any moment can just get out for like nothing, <laughs> and then be completely out of the game. I feel like I I I'm that's what I want us to get out of the un. Predictable persona. I think a lot of teams get out cheaply. It's just that we have this pre-existing, like, there's this pre-existing stereotype about us that we're gonna, we are the unpredictable team that could, and it's, it is true. We do do that. I wonder if every other fans feel that way as Pakistan cricket team fans feel. Like me as a Pakistan, I never feel secure in us winning a game. <laughs> Unless it's like super, super obvious, but I never feel secure. Hard for me to feel like super confident. Do other people, do other fans have that type of anxiety with their teams? Like, does the Australian cricket team have that? Do Indian fans have that for their team? So their team is really strong. I don't know. I also feel we're living in an era where openers are just really shit. There aren't many great openers in terms of batting. Like, I can't even think of that many that are great. England doesn't have one yet, at least right now. Australia has Warner, but I'm not. I'm not even confident who opens with him. Aaron Finch in one day, so he's pretty good, but but like, I'm not really sure who their test opener is. I don't think they have really like found one. Rohit Sharma is good, and KL Rahul has been good. India has a good opening partnership. India has a good batting overall. Sure. India has their batting figured out. Even New Zealand, like, I guess it's Tom Latham. Was it Tom Latham in Test Matches? I forgot who it is. They have one guy I remember that was good. Oh, my God. My brain is drawing a blank. I don't know enough about New Zealand. But anyway, I just I just think there haven't been many openers that are like the next generations of openers haven't stood up yet. There is no like all of the openers that are good are have been in for a while now. There is no new opener out there that I'm like truly excited about. I know there's the guy, the new kid. There's a new kid in Australia, and. and Hasib Habib in in England, who started who has started off well. I wish them all the luck. Hopefully they're great. Pakistan has this huge problem with openers. It's it, it's kind of crazy that we have settled on a good opening lineup now for for one days and T twenty T twenty. We have the best openers in Babar Azam and Rizwan. Although I would still open with Fakhar Zaman. But even in one day international Fakhrizaman and Mamal Haq have been pretty good. It's just in tests we can never figure it out. Abid Ali, I don't know how he's been our our team for so long. He's not that great. He he'll just make a double century in one game against Zimbabwe and stay on. You know he won't consistently do it against Zimbabwe or any team. He won't consistently do it. He'll just make one innings. I'd rather have stuck with Shah Masood then because he was younger and had a future. You know. And he was someone who was capable of potentially being a captain as well. Smart head on his shoulders. 
but we stuck with Abid Ali instead. And Imran Butt is the other opener who hasn't really made any runs except for one innings. But he's such a good slip fielder, especially at second slip, diving and taking catches, making them look effortless in slip. That is, he's almost worth it to me to just have him in the side because we're, we are so bad at slip fielding. Well, those but those questions for for the test team won't be answered until after the T Twenty World Cup, I think. Although I be, I believe we have a Bangladesh tour, but I don't know if it's before. I'll find out for the next episode. My time is almost up. Um, um I just want to say, good luck, Pakistan. Hopefully, we win. Hopefully, we show a strong showing. And I want to see us bat first and be aggressive. And get a score of 320 plus and then show our skills with our bowling. Although it might make sense to bowl first because they might be due since it's a day and night match, and day and night matches always have some due. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Good luck. And uh, I believe that the squad will most likely be the squad that, that uh, Crick Info predicted. It's a pretty good squad. Except for Iftikhar, he's the only question mark, and let's see if he can do it. And yeah, we'll probably have Usman Qadir and Shadab Khan, two spinners. It makes sense. All right, that's it for me for for today's episode. Uh, I'll see you just before the second ODI. Bye.